were no signs of drinking. Ben just couldn't believe that Evan's friend would fall asleep while driving on that busy road with a car full of his friends. So he and his wife decided to take on the investigation themselves. They started by filing a civil lawsuit separate from the police. We subpoenaed the phone records, and the phone records told a whole different story to us. It was texting throughout the drive and near the crash. Couldn't tell exactly what happened at the exact moment of crash because it was in a dead cell zone, which, you know, to me could be a, a distraction on steroids. Did the message go through? Do I have to retype it? That type of thing. But I'm speculating there. But there was enough texting through that drive to show me that it was a different story. What I also learned from that was that the um, phone was sitting in the car for weeks. It was in a junkyard, and it was towed away with the car. And it was just sitting there for the police to investigate it. But it was never investigated. At first, Ben thought, well, this must be a faulty investigation. He brought the phone records to the district attorney. The DA viewed the phone records and brought it in front of a grand jury, and the grand jury didn't indict. The driver had his license suspended for a year on five different accounts, one of them being you know, driving with his cell phone while the um, car was in operation. So what you got to understand is only a few people in the country have gone to jail for killing somebody while texting and driving. Most U.S. states limit how much drivers can use handheld electronics in the car. No state has an all-out ban, though. I mean, it's not like police are going to pull you over for looking at Google Maps. Texting behind the wheel is illegal in almost all states, but the penalties are usually less severe than that for drunk driving. Under a new law in Pennsylvania, for example, texting and driving gets you a $50 ticket. Drinking and driving, first offense, that's a $300 ticket. Pennsylvania also just passed a new law where distracted drivers who kill or seriously injure others will face up to five years in prison. And yet, highway fatalities last year had the largest annual percentage increase in half a century, after declining for the previous 40 years in the U.S. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says there's an average of eight people dying every day due to distracted driving. That makes it an epidemic. And there's a reason that it's gotten dramatically worse, and that's this dependence on technology. And who's, I mean, if you were to say who's to blame, is it the culture that makes us think we have to constantly be on our phone? Is it the way that the technology is built that makes it kind of, you know, the term addictive gets thrown around? Yes. (laughs) Both. All of it. (laughs) I mean, look, it's not that somebody's to blame. It's what really exists out there right now. But part of the collateral damage now is that our roads are a lot less safer because of this. You know, what we're trying to get is the mindset is that the average drive is 20 minutes and you're going from point A to B, and now you have the ability to turn that vehicle you're driving into a two-ton missile. Until society gets into that mindset, Ben has other plans. Creating technology that could make a police investigation at the scene of a crash, like the one that Evan was in, completely different. We kept hearing time and time again that there's no such thing as a breathalyzer for distracted driving. There's no such thing as a breathalyzer for distracted driving. And we got frustrated with that, so we kind of went out to try to create one. Get ready for the textalizer. Don't go away.
We're back. I'm Manoush Samarodi, and we're hearing from Ben Lieberman. He lost his 19-year-old son, Evan, in a head-on collision five years ago. Ben is now determined to do something about distracted driving. Behavior changed with smoking, it changed with drinking, driving, it changed with seatbelts. Behavior could change. You know, I don't text and drive. I put the phone face down and I never look at it, you know. Ben started thinking, what could be a deterrent, a way to get other people to stop texting and driving? He started talking to state troopers who told him that there was a protocol for drunk driving, but not for distracted driving. I said, how many breathalyzer tests did you give this last year? And the guy was like, I don't know, I can't even count, a thousand? I said, how many times have you looked at the phone? And he said, zero. And I said, zero. I said, all these crashes, all these situations, none. And he said, we can't look at the phone. We're scared about getting...